You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I don't believe I will ever go near that place again. I wasn't even there for it. Just hearing about it is enough for me. That's it. My my days of experimenting with uh, stripper soup are over. It was, it was pretty bad. That is one of the. It was it was pretty much the grossest thing I've ever seen happen in public. Your description of it is one of the grossest things I have ever heard, <laughs> and it fully confirms all of my fears and theories about that place. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show, be it live or via podcast. If you'd like to listen live, go to funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can subscribe to the live stream, get access to all of the amazing shows on this network and the archives and everything along with it. Greatly, greatly supports us to continue doing this programming, and we, we greatly appreciate it. And there are a bunch of new folks in the chat today, so welcome, and we are happy that you're here, and I am so very sorry about the story that we're going to start with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a lot of stuff to talk about over this weekend, a lot of great things. But then there is this. So I was not a witness to this, but I have heard the story. I have heard the story beforehand, and, and actually, it has haunted <laughs> It is. It's haunting me. Shockwave in the chat was actually there at Stripper Soup yesterday, and and he's going, "Meh, it wasn't that bad. I've seen worse." But I really, you've seen worse than that at <laughs> that place. Then this is really a more of a reason that I do not need to go back there again. Um, so Sarah, maybe you should uh, since maybe you I'll were say, the witness. All right. Well, uh, so um, Greg and I went camping with a bunch of friends this past weekend. So uh, ended up getting out of the hundred degree weather, which was fucking awesome because I am sweaty in sixty degree weather. And yeah. I cannot even express to you how sweaty I am, like today, for example, how yeah. gross I am. The studio is very hot. It's hot here in Oregon. And of course, you know, we know anybody listening from the rest of the country, they've been dealing with a heat wave for it's months. It's so fucking ridiculous and to listen to everyone freak out in Portland. They're like, there's a weather advisory. It's too hot in Portland. We're totally being whiny bitches about the weather. Yes. I fully, you can call us out on that. Absolutely. Yes. But it's, it's was about 100, I think, over the weekend. Yeah. And, uh, and it, was a little, it was a little toasty. And we have to have the window open, so there's going to be some trucks. Yeah, the by. window's open, and there's weird things happening in the parking lot of our studio. Oh, so gosh. that's just what we're dealing with. It's not the but, whiskers out there trolling. It could be, but <laughs> it's not as weird as what happened to you yesterday. So after we got back into town, uh, my friend dropped me off at my house, and I'm just like immediately, I'm like, I'm going to stripper soup. But like as soon as we get into town, I'm like, fuck it, I am so hot. And I had talked to um, one Mr. Scott Daly and his fiance. Lily. Fiance. My fiance. Where is my fiance? I do not know where my fiance is. Um, so they're like, all right, we're at Stripper Soup. And for those of you that don't know, dude, <laughs> we should explain what Stripper Soup is. Stripper Soup is a nickname that Sarah gave a an apartment complex's pool. There aren't many pools in Portland, in Portland and there's yes. an apartment complex that has one that I would guess the majority of people that go to this thing don't live in the apartment complex but sneak into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got nicknamed Stripper Soup a few years ago because it used to be a hangout for a bunch of strippers. Oh, and it looks like the resurgence is back, my friend. And let me say this, the strippers, <laughs> now normally I'm a fan of strippers, but uh, these, for the most part, the strippers that attended Stripper Soup are... N- there's a lot of strippers in Portland, and let's just say not a lot of women. The, the quality of the stripper there perhaps goes down. And I'm judging strippers. people on their business. Their business is to take their clothes off. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I don't really want to see a lot of those girls take their clothes off. Yes. It was They were not. No. 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 I know. But some of them are nice to look at. and uh, Every now and then. Every now and again. So uh, for the past couple of years, it hasn't been stripper soup. Like for uh, one year there, it was douchebag stew. Uh-huh. 
because there were uh, there was a plethora of douchebags who decided that drinking whiskey in the sun while throwing footballs at random strangers' heads was a great way to make friends. It's not. Yes. And then uh, last year's summer was, what, like a week? And so that barely existed at all. So this year, God damn it! it had become this glorious creature called gay soup. Which I was very excited about. Beautiful, sparkly gay men in like shiny span, like speedos, and just like really nice temperaments and stuff, were there, and I'm just like, this is great. It looks exactly how I always dream. Like you know, beautiful tanned. Like you've always dreamed of hanging out at a gay, gay pool. So, being able to ogle beautiful, shiny gay, like in shape men in tiny speedos, like floating around on inflatable whales. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. That was amazing. All right. It was amazing, and everything was clean. Everyone cleaned up after themselves, and you know, you, like casual cocktails were had. Nobody's getting out of control. You have a couple beers. Everything's fine. Then flash forward to when it becomes 100 degrees in Portland, and that's when the beautiful gay men are scared away and replaced by the people that were there yesterday. And I'm not judging because some of them are really like it. Like 75 percent of the people there are cool. Like you end up making pool friends. You don't recognize them pool in the house. Off- you do. You don't recognize them in the off season because you've never seen them with their clothes on. Like you look at people. Like if you're at a bar or a restaurant, say, like, "I know you from somewhere. I don't know. I'm, can you take I your shirt you off? Somewhere. Yeah, can you please. Take your shirt off? <laughs> please remove your pads. Let me see if I recognize. No, you, you. can identify people from their tattoos. Like that's how I can correlate people because <laughs> like everyone in stripper soup is usually tattooed. So this summer is called uh, LA Faces Oakland Booties. This is uh, Tropical Summer Number Four. But also subset of that is uh, it is now stripper soup because the strippers have come back. The strippers have come back. It's a new crop of them though. It's not the same ones that were well, there. strippers from four years ago probably. They might need to be retiring by mm-hmm. this point. I think they, yeah, they or, might be going into retirement. But there's a whole new crop of strippers, and with a whole new crop of strippers comes a whole new crop of their shithead boyfriends. And the shithead, so it's a lot of Chads and Joeys in there, you know, just like, <laughs> just fucking, you know, wearing their oversized shorts that are falling off of them, you know, wearing their like white wraparound sunglasses. No offense. If any of you guys in the audience wear wraparound, it's not you. It's them. It's the, okay. it's the particular, it's what these guys look like. And the strippers, you know, are just running around. And I didn't realize how much they were strippers. Were they attractive? Let me just ask you straight up, would I find them attractive? There were some good boobs there. Okay. There were some good boobs, I gotta right. say. But some of them, but of course, the ones that uh, are the most vocal and are the ones that end up doing what I saw them doing yesterday are the ones that are not the most attractive. So all day there was this guy. So I got there at about five. So I was a little late in the game. Scott and Lily um, were there. They'd been there for a few hours. And walk in. The stripper soup can be overwhelming because you walk in and there are pool toys everywhere. They're just like big groups of people sitting around drinking beers. There's a, a guy with a bicycle with a um, a speaker attached to it, mm-hmm. and he just plays like all kinds of like old school rap. It's actually pretty cool. Like he plays music, and so the, it's music and sun and fun and blah blah blah. So get there. And I'm hanging out with Scott and Lily and um, sitting on the side of the pool. And this girl that I know ends up jumping and splashing me, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, didn't mean to splash you." I'm like I'm sitting at a pool. It's fine. I'm like splash me. It's, yeah, it's you, 95 Nobody degrees. should ever complain about getting no. splashed when you're sitting back. And so this douchebag in this white sunglasses who's uh, hanging out with the stripper who I heard the backstory about, which I'll tell you in a second. So he's just like, well, if she wouldn't have splashed you, I would. And he's just like, I'm going I'm to try and get water in your beer. I'm like, who are you? And he's just like, I'm just going to splash. I'm like, don't talk to me. I just like, look, I'm just like, don't, don't talk to me. So just ignored him. He was just kind of trying to fuck with me. And, um... So, flash forward to him and his stripper girlfriend, who I know because Lily had overheard the way that they fell in love, which was a week ago outside of Devil's Point, after she got off shift. <laughs> They've been dating for, for a week. It's love. Okay. Well, that sounds like it's real. It's love. It's real. 
It's hard to deny that. So uh, the, the stripper had just gotten off shift. And uh, they had met and uh, fondled each other, I'm sure. And then so uh, she had heard the story and we're sitting there watching it as this, this couple is kind of, you know, like touching each other. And like she's like riding, you know, horseback or whatever it is, uh. like when she jumps on his back and they're swimming around. Next thing you know, I'm my back is facing the deep end because there's like a big area of the shallow end that you can like sit and talk to people. And I'm talking to Lily and she kind of looks over my shoulder and she's like, um... There's something going on behind you that you might want to see. And I'm like, what do you mean? Turn around. There are still about 25 people at the pool. I mean, it's crowded. Yeah. It's sunny still. So it's like 6, 6 p.m., maybe 6.30. Turn around. In the corner of the deep end, so it's like seven feet, the stripper is hanging on to the side of the pool. So she's facing the side she's of the pool. She's facing out of the pool against the wall. Uh, white sunglasses Joey is behind her with his hands on the sides of the pool around her. There is some bobbing up and down motion. And it doesn't take long to realize that they are, in fact, having sex in front of a bunch of people in the corner of the pool. That is so fucked up. They and they are they are doing that. They are doing, and there were. Let me just state for the record: he could have been arrested because there were some children around too. Oh. But thankfully, they were all in the shallow and nobody could see it. Like we were, the adults were closest to where they were. But just in the same water. Oh, we got out after that. But that you were hanging out in. We got out after that. But I'm saying, yes, in the same. It was down. But Nurse Lily assured me that, you know, with the 50,000 gallons of water there are in this pool and the amounts yeah. of chlorine. That, that does so, not anyway. matter. That does not matter. That is so disgusting. Yep. I don't even know how to. It was. I, I have never seen anything. I was, I was actually shocked. I was shocked. The I've seen is, strippers take out their hair extensions at the pool. I've seen lots of other things. In all honesty, I'm not that shocked that went on at that pool. Look, I know there are some nice people that hang out down there. And it's a pool in Portland. It is gross. And there is no way to get around it. And that is one of the main reasons why it is so gross. You can live in denial all you want. But th- there seriously are. There are scabs floating around in that pool. There are not scabs floating around I don't in know there. how many Band-Aids I have counted laying on the side of that pool. That is not true. Now you're exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating at all. No, no. Sarah, you're talking about somebody who you wit- just witnessed a stripper having sex in the pool. I know you want to defend it, and it is a, it's a pool, and sometimes it can be nice. But I am telling you, that is... Well, they clean it every day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not willing to give up my pool just because some skanky bitch decides to have sex in it. Well, that's kind of the reason, too. No, there aren't very many. As you said before we start talking about this, there aren't very many bodies of water that you can, like, go into in Portland. Unless they're, like, run with, like, there are children everywhere. And God bless the the children. But, you know, if I'm drinking and smoking, I don't want to be around little children. That's why at this particular apartment complex, there's a kid's pool. And then this is more the adult pool. Like, you don't see a lot of kids, and if there are, they're, you know, they're well-behaved, and they're not, you know, splashing, and, you know, not, I mean, something they can't splash, but, you know, not, not overwhelmingly, so. Wow. I just can't believe they actually went for it. I, so I thought that maybe I was misseeing it. And Did I'm you like, investigate? Maybe. So, 
So I'm just like, she can't possibly be that skanky. And then as, you know, like, it was a, a, like just a, a f- about three, two minutes, I'd say. And then we're just like, we're all spe- like, we're all staring openly. And we're just like, is that, is that, are they, is that, I think they are. I'm pretty sure, are they, no, yeah, yeah, they're, they are. And so the stripper then turns around at one point and Joey's still hanging on to the side. And they're, and they're just kind of, she kind of bobs up and down a couple times. And then they swim off in their merry directions, and I'm, we're just like, oh, we're like all away from the water at that point. So I'm like, all right, again, I'm thinking, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, she can't, I'm, I'm stereotyping her because she's a stripper. She can't possibly be talking about her burgeoning strip career and then have sex in front of a bunch of people at a pool. I'm like, that just, that can't be. But then, sure enough, as she's getting out, I'm like, okay, so they both get out. I see her wrap a towel around herself. <laughs> Take off her bikini bottoms. So they're down there around her feet. Then the guy... So the pool... There isn't a wall. There's like a walkway that's separated by like iron bars. You know, so you can see... I mean, the iron bars about six inches apart. So you can see everything. So she's facing out of the pool for the walkway. She's holding her towel. The guy's standing in front of her between her and the, and the bars. And she opens her towel. And she's standing there like pantsless and it's like she's presenting herself to yeah, him giving a free show yeah maybe he gave her a dollar maybe <laughs> yeah and so I, I've seen her I'm like okay I just witnessed her take off her bikini bottoms at the pool then she's sitting there flashes the guy whatever is going on under there and then he holds her towel as she puts on some like underwear <laughs> at the pool in front of everybody after their week of passionately falling in love yes after their week of passionately falling in love well, sometimes you just got to move fast with that kind of stuff, you know? When love <laughs> strikes you, what choice do you have but to have sex in a public pool in front of children? I mean, why not? I mean, really. Thankfully, they were so far away that I don't think... They were not privy to what was going on. However, us and our adult eyeballs were. It was fucking gross. But I'm not going to let that one skanky girl ruin my good time. Honestly, I want to know what would... What would ruin your time? If someone died in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) It's heading that way. (laughs) There are junkies that are hanging hanging out there sometimes. No, the junkies haven't come back this year. I'm I'm pretty sure that she died, but she didn't die at the pool. (laughs) Not that that, you know of. How would you know? That chick was half alive last year. I highly doubt she made it through the winter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Should we bring on our super secret I guest? We I think uh, I think it's I think it's time to do that. Oh. <laughs> Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio. Soy un hombre muy honrado. Que me gusta lo mejor. The one and only Aaron Durant. Hello, way to hit the post there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, Sarah, your weekend was sweaty people, jizz, and vaginal juices. Ew. Oh. Well, then I'm throwing Scott and Lily under the bus, too. They were there as well. Okay. <sighs> yeah, it's a soup now. It's a baby soup. Genetic soup in that thing. Yeah. Uh. You could be pregnant just by swimming in there. Okay, don't. That's just gross. I'm just saying, no, man. As, as we learn from Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, nature finds a way. Let me just tell you. <laughs> mm, let me just tell you. 
chaos. That's right. <laughs> that um, there was so no. You drop the daughter, the water on your hand, and um, mm-hmm. look, it goes on the left one this time. But if I drop it again, what direction is that water going to go? The right. Um, we don't know. And a sperm will find its way in you from stripper soup. He did chaos. not complete his action. There was just some. Not that you know of. It could be a two buck chuck. You don't. You don't have any idea what went on over there. Yeah, double thrust, Steve. Mm. And that's stripper vagina, so it works it hard. It's not like regular vagina. Oh. What does that even mean? It means that she's uh, stripper. Uh, it's a time clock. It's a, you got to get that as fast as you can because you got to move on to new clients. So, <laughs> you know, a stripper like how you know how like when you microwave a pizza, you double the time because you don't believe what it says. Fact. Stripper vaginas work the exact same way. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta make some money. Yeah. You can't preheat. You can't go it slow. You you get the deposit and you move on. This dude is like, all right, I met this bitch. She's willing to to hump me in the pool. Yeah. Normally, you preheat the vagina, warm it up, get it going, take your time because you want a nice slow roast. No, not with the stripper vagina. Stripper vagina... You you put in that Tostonis and you burn that son bitch. <laughs> and you give it to Greg for his birthday. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean it was so it was really two opposite ends of the spectrum from going from like a beautiful camping spot and being able to swim in the river and the only things that are tainting the water are leaves and insects and, and salamanders. And the fish that hump in it. And and the pumping fish. Yeah, but that's what they're supposed to do. They're yeah, supposed and, to and that. nature filters it because it keeps moving. Yeah. Mm. You know? People yeah. are not supposed to be humping in a public pool at an apartment complex in the middle of the day. <laughs> Although you can hump in a river when you're camping. That's allowed. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was allowed. definitely... <laughs> that's, yeah. Just do it downstream of your bros. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Yeah. <sighs> so that happened yesterday. I don't know what's going to break. I, I think it's just going to happen. I don't... I don't know what's going to make me stop because I can't. I, I have four years invested in this place now. I'm not going to let some. Well, four years invested in this place. You've just been hanging out there. What have you invested in? It? Yeah, you don't actually time. pay for I, that place either. I, time. I live there. There. I what have, is your time invest? I have great memories there, and I'm not willing. Well, that's good. I'm don't. not willing to sacrifice new memories now because some skank tried to. Sometimes like, you want to make my dream. new memories though. <laughs> Give me a pool that I can go to, well, <laughs> where I can drink beer openly and hang out with my See, friends. That's the tricky part. Is I the know. Whole open beer. Why don't you just put a pool? Why don't you just get like a kiddie pool right here in the parking lot of the studio? That'd be kind of magical. But I like to swim. But now, but now well, I can't go in the deep end because I'm always going to remember what happened. I did get it. I don't want to post this anywhere, but I did get a picture. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you probably can't post that. No, no, no. I did get a picture. So I have photographic evidence. What are you going to do if the next time you go there support. and they're hanging out? Not get in the water. I'm going to actually. I was about ready to say something, but that was when they started to pack up. You should. You should get a print of that picture and just like find the bulletin board of that yes. apartment complex and say nope. they hump in your pool. Aaron, that's the best idea you've ever had. <laughs> yes. I could just totally print out a couple of flyers and just like paste them at the pool, saying no pool sex. <laughs> this means you. That's right. No pool humping. Oh, dude, I'll do that in a second. That's the best way to go about it, I Tape it up all around the pool. Just don't get caught doing it, because then you're you're that bitch that told on them. Oh, I'm not a bitch. They're ruining everybody's good time. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll have to deal with it. That's right. Clearly, they're two passionate people. Yeah. Passionate. (laughs) 
fiery <laughs> fiery passion that's right wow that is uh, that is disturbing yeah so that was that was yesterday <laughs> <laughs> well previous to that there was a lot of good things that happened yes. over the weekend not disturbing things not as disturbing as that yes yeah, yes. camped off the grid for the first time. That was fun. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means for me, like, I, I just never realized that you can <laughs> camp places that aren't in campgrounds legally. I never knew that. I thought when people are... Yeah, like, you just can't have a fire. Oh. Oh, no. Legally. You can have a fire. <laughs> it depends. It, There's it a depends. lot of things you can do. It's all whether or not you get caught. Well, no, you can have a fire. You can have a fire. Right now, you can because it's only at a moderate... Yeah. Danger. See, it I don't know when it goes up. I don't know the specific Oregon forestry rules. It depends. There, there will be like a no fire yeah. ban that'll go into effect if it gets really dry. But we've had so much water that right now you can. It has to be very controlled. You have to turn it, put it out before you leave. Right. But, um, but yeah, you can. Yeah, fire. Yes. Anyway, you can. A little bit of a fire. It's fun. It. Yeah. Um, that's nice. It was. <laughs> yeah. So there was a, there was a group of us that went camping, and it is funny. Sarah had never, you know, and this was awesome for you. I was a little experience. scared of mountain men and and people, you know, living in the woods, making their methamphetamines. So your tales, Greg's tales of camping. And I was kind of afraid of bears. <laughs> I was pretty afraid of, but then, you know, a few beers in, I'm like, all right, I'm not afraid of bears anymore. I can take on a bear. <laughs> I couldn't take on a bear. No. Sasquatch, really quick, going back to the previous story, saying, tell the apartment managers, hi, I sneak into your pool, and there are a couple of your residents having sex in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I know for a fact that they don't live there either. How do you know this for a fact? Because yeah. I know, because when they came around to check uh, pool passes, they didn't have one, and they left and then came back. Um. How do you guys get to stay the whole time? They just assume you live there now? Might or might not have a pool pass. Is it really easy to Photoshop? We'll talk off off mic. That's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> you should start selling underground pool passes. I've thought about it actually. My friend, my friend, uh, she works yeah. in a printing company, <laughs> and she's just like, give that, give that shit to me. I can make it twenty by like next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like no. It's Much good work if you can get it. Yeah. Just gotta watch out for the pool sperm. Oh. Anyway, back to nice, good thoughts. Um, yes, ended up going camping, which uh, I am trying to camp as much as I possibly can over the summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was interesting that Sarah was actually terrified. It was of it going was, up there. It was kind of freaky. Like I'm just like, but there aren't any other people around. I'm like, what if? Some well, the people that we're with. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, that's you know, there's a group of us, but I mean, like, that's it. I'm like, what, what if, if one of them snaps? What if somebody turns? I know, right? What yeah. if? Just like <laughs> See, but that's the only kind of camping I can't stand. Campgrounds, I, I just camping can't handle snob. them. I can't handle it. I mean, why? When I can go what out about, and like, get my own spot. Campgrounds. I mean, not like you don't want to be able to see someone else's tent. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see anyone else other than the people that I'm with, and that way I can be as loud as I want. I can do, do whatever show. I want. <laughs> I, I don't want to be around other people when I'm camping. Not people that I don't know. It's like, why, what's the point of going out there and then I am have to end up having a neighbor camping in a tent next to me that has eight little kids running around into oh, my well, campground or no, yeah, no. a yeah. generator no. so they can watch movies at night or uh, or they're complaining because they're going to bed at like 9 p.m. while camping. Mm. Yeah. Well, you can't stay out with noise ordinance. It's 10 p.m. It's like, we're camping. We're in the woods. Well, it is pretty Shut amazing. Up. I didn't know how free it was. Like, mm. how, how free... like. Seriously, being in the middle of nowhere, like we found this one campsite and it had like a like a big camping spot, like for the tents, um, a bunch of tents on the top, and then you walked down a path, and there was like this secret like white sand beach. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there were like pools of, I've 
you know, I don't get out into nature very much, so I was just fucking fascinated by everything. There were salamanders, <laughs> huge salamanders. Salamanders are cool. They're so cool. And they were just walking around. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lizard in the water. And they're like, yeah, they're salamanders. I'm just imagining you getting out there and like just having this change. It was cool. Like you just become this forest elf and you throw your clothes off. You're like, I'm going to prance I'm through the unknown wilderness. I did prance. <laughs> I was just out because there was a swimming hole. Like nobody else was there. We saw one yeah. one kayak go by the entire time. Yeah. Turns out uh, one of the people we were with actually knew one of the people in the kayak. It's in true. the middle of fucking nowhere. Country people know each other. It's, oh, it's yeah. random. Yeah. The country folk. And uh, yeah, we just had a swimming hole and like a white sand beach. So there were salamanders everywhere. And then there were also crawfish. Crawdad? Yeah. Crawdads, crawfish. crawfish. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm just crawdads. like, what the fuck? Crawfish if you're in the south. Crawdad yeah. if you're from here. Did you did you pick them? Did you get them? No, I was going to bring a bucket and actually oh, actually catch so some, good. but it was only for one night, and so I just... Was the river moving pretty well? Because no, it's not too... If it's too still... The river was very still, but there were a lot of them over there, though. Okay. Yeah, you could... clean, though? Yeah, it was clean. I was confused yeah, that there were clean. lobsters in the river. Well, there... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? Why is that in the river? I really was confused. I'm not. And Greg, I thought, you totally should have told her to watch out for the small sharks. <gasps> oh, also. I did. Do you know what Greg told I, me about salamanders? <laughs> 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 <I'm like, laughs> fucking asshole! I didn't. I it didn't was know, so much fun that we can. I didn't know anything about salamanders. I'm just like they're water lizards. This is so they're, they're not lizards. They're amphibians. But yeah, <laughs> I guess they help in a layman's spells better. In a layman's term, sure, water lizard. I suppose you could call it that. Uh, <laughs> salamanders, yeah, live live all over rivers in Oregon. But Sarah was obsessed with going swimming in there, and uh, and one of our other friends, Amber, didn't know much about salamanders either. So I just kept making shit up just to fuck with them over and over. I I at one point when you guys were drinking, I told you guys that I was pretty sure there was a bear's nest across the river. You didn't say I didn't fuck believe that one. I did believe your stupid fucking story for like an hour about you almost believe that bears nested. No, I didn't believe that bears. Like, you guys trees were twigs. Out. I kept going. What is that over there? No, you I didn't. Know. I, saw I knew wrestling. that you were tricking me because this was right something. after the, the thing that you got me with the salamanders. <laughs> Look so up in like, them trees. Well, so they kept telling. I'm like, I want to pick up a salamander, and like, um, the b- bunch of folks are like, no, 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 don't touch them, don't touch them, they're poisonous. I'm like, but I thought that they were okay to touch. There's like b- b- poison pee or something. Mm. Is that <laughs> you really shouldn't pick them up. Okay. Yeah, but so then I was convinced that. <laughs> just the stupidest thing. So, Wanted, what just, I told I them was that you know they're swimming in this river barefoot, and what I told them you know this interesting fact about salamanders is that they uh, there's a lack of calcium in the water, and so what they'll usually go for is you have to watch out for your toes because they'll go for your toenails and they'll they'll try to snip them off. So if you feel something running around, you got to get your toe up really quick, or it'll take a chunk out did of it. Did you believe that? No. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> God, that's almost as dumb. I convinced friends back when I used to camp in Northern California because we had the we had like the salamanders are everywhere, uh-huh. and I had to convince that the reason why in in fantasy literature why salamanders are always connected with fire and flame wizards uh-huh. is because historically, if you lived out in the woods. If you ran out of like oil, you could um, you could take a leaf and you could scrape the back of a salamander, and the slime on them was flammable, and you could collect it. I'd believe that. I'd so <laughs> I would send them out, like, go get me some salamander grease. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they would spend hours trying to. I said, like, don't hurt them. You could because they'll create more. Just get like a dry leaf and rub it on the salamander, and then come back with the salamander secretion, and we can get a fire going. Okay, man. <laughs> 
You would have believed that, huh? I would have believed that. <laughs> oh, we well, s- I just don't. I'm not very familiar with nature. I know, and I took full advantage of that. Yeah, yeah you have to. Because <laughs> I didn't realize in a river. Because I'm, you know, the rivers that I've gone to are like shitty little rivers that are like full of, you know, like our river here. Exactly. I'm like full of garbage. And I love dead the world, bodies, I mean, but you don't like, hang out in it. No. I mean, pretty much as soon as you started talking about water, li- water lizards, and river lobsters, <laughs> you were like, oh, it's on. Like, okay, this is just too easy. I just you know what's going to happen, unfortunately, one day. It's like, years from now, you guys are going to be out camping again, and he's going to tell you something you actually need to know. I'll be like, yeah, fuck probably. you. Like, he's going to tell like, you, Sarah, don't. You. No, he's gonna like, Sarah, don't do that. Those are like fresh, you know, cougar tracks, and we should probably set up camp over here. Fuck you, Greg. Fresh cougar. <laughs> and you're going to get, like, just eviscerated. And he's like, well. Yeah, I warned you. At least your toenails are okay, though. That's right. The (laughs) boy who cried, water lobster. (laughs) I really was confused about the river lobsters. (laughs) Well, they do look kind of like lobsters. They look wrong. They don't look like they belong in a river. Yes, they do. No. Kind of where they exactly where they belong. They belong in the ocean. (laughs) You don't belong in the river. You look wrong in the river. Not not the crayfish. I call them crawdads. That's what I... Yeah, me too. I think they're just crayfish in the south, you're right. Crawdads, yeah, crayfish, crawfish. There's probably some, like, Great Lakes term for them, too. Probably. I call them crawdads. Yeah. Crawdads. Oh, and they're delicious. So delicious. They are. You get a big old bucket of them and you boil them up. I can't Mm -hmm. do things out of the shell. Like, oh, because I've seen people eating crawfish and they pop off their heads and suck out their brain. Yeah, you get a whole bunch of them. You need a lot of them, but what if it's really you, easy to catch them. What if someone gives them to you and they've already been shelled? Mm, uh, Still won't eat it. If they were shelled, if they were already shelled, if they're shelled and cooked in something, they're actually pretty good. I could do that if they're shelled. Wait, I cannot take the do, shells off of something. Do you eat lobster? No, not really. Oh. I can I can eat any seafood. Well, I don't like oysters and like the slimy ones, but um, I'll eat seafood as long as I don't have to take off the shell or crack the shell. It, that weirds me out. Oh. I don't like it at all. I could go for an oyster shooter right now. Yeah. See, I don't like oyster shooters. Mm. Yeah, that texture, that texture just won't work for me. Mm. That chewy. It's the rubbery part. I think I'm just hungry. Yeah. Well, that's so too. too. You were talking about a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, right? I haven't. Dude, we had some good burgers. So we had um, made them all grill. Was it camping food? Camping, camping food's food. the best. Mm-hmm. I had a morning uh, cheese cheese filled hot dog, Johnsonville. Oh, those are good. Those Better are tasty. Better cheddars yeah. or whatever. Holy shit, that's they the best They make a breakfast. jalapeno one now, too. Jalapeno yeah. cheddar, Johnsonville. Yeah, yeah I saw those. Uh, breakfast hot dogs. Oh, Just put them on amazing. a stick over the fire. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Whittle the stick. Put the, it over the fire. Did you first? Did you bring? Was you whittle it with your Ronald Reagan knife? No, I have a different knife that my friend gave me, so I brought that one. I whittled. <laughs> I whittled a little. I whittled a whittle. Did you do marshmallows? No, that's when I'm bummed. I forgot. I wanted to bring s'mores stuff. Yeah, yeah. I only eat s'mores when I'm camping, and even then, it's pretty rare. But yeah, I don't eat them too much just because I always forget to bring any of that yeah. stuff. Mm. But yeah, even camping coffee is the best. Yeah, camping coffee. Technically, good. it's probably camping not good, good coffee because it boils over. I mean, it's, yeah, but it's still like here, you make a fire in the morning. And yep, mm-hmm. camping coffee. Exactly, camping coffee. The only time I eat spam is when I'm camping. Ooh, spam sounds good. Yeah. We are hungry. You're right. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> See, I when it's hot like this, I I lose all my appetite. Like I'm just not hungry. I do too, but I haven't. I had like a tiny breakfast. Yeah. And I did And like, you've been doing your new well, workout regimen. I have, yeah. I yeah, actually, I true. hit three Congrats. miles today. Yay. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm a, little, I'm a little hungry. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Well, you need to, yeah, you can't just starve and exercise. No, I'm not. I'm eating, I'm eating actually what I normally ate, but I'm no longer sitting on my butt all day long. That's yeah. awesome. So, That's good. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. good thing you got it out of the way because it's supposed to be really fucking hot. Oh, no. I made sure this morning to yeah. do that. Yeah. I've just been listening. I remember on the way out of town on whatever day it was, Saturday. 
Saturday. Yeah, sorry. I was hearing, like, I was flipping through the radio stations. I was hearing all these things about the weather advisories. Did you guys hear any of those? Yeah. Like, oh, about Portland's the heat in advisory. a heat weather advisory. Stay inside. Bar your windows. Water your pets. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. The whole world needs to just tell, tell us a big shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. It was, well, yeah. Well, because I've got friends in New York and Boston and Chicago. They're like, eat a dick. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna hit a hundred for today. They're like, and go fuck yourself. I'm like, but it's it's only been 77 all summer. And how am I gonna do it? <laughs> so naturally, on the hottest weekend of the year is when I chose to. Jan and I chose to can. Well, unfortunately, on the hottest weekend of the year is when strippers chose to ruin my pool. But your canning sounds more exciting. It was, but it was already like 90 degrees outside. So naturally, we are in the house with boiling pots of water. Steaming sanitizing jars. Oh. But it's done. Like, we have all this awesome canned right. stuff in the basement right now, but that day was, oh, God. Like, hey, let's can on the hottest day of the year. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like somebody passing out in the house. Nah, we were good. We went outside. We have a mister for our backyard now. Ooh. So we just sit under the mister afterwards. Oh, that sounds magical. Yeah. Jen has decided it's a male. So she can call it Mr. 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 That's right. <laughs> Very underrated band. That's right. I love Mr. Mr. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I also like Mr. Mr. All right. Well, there Mr. we go. We all I'm have a love of Mr. Mr. and Mr. Misters. It's true. Um, well, so anyway, so so yeah, so your first camping experience, I would say that's your first camping experience. That camping in a campground is not camping. Well, I Necessarily. You sleep in a tent. Her first roughing it. If How's there's that? a bathroom at the campground, it's not camping. Oh, that's right. You had to do four. Well, you don't no, care. No, I didn't. No, and I didn't. Uh, did, you, did you plug up before? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I did not. <laughs> I did not do that. I'm like, all right, there. I will pee outside. There's. I just told my body. I'm like, nope, not happening. Lots of cheese. Mm, yep. I'm like, not happening today. Lots of cheese. Stay tomorrow. away from coffee. Yep. That was it. I'm like, I, I am not. I, I will... I will sleep in a tent and hike up and down hills and you know grill hot dogs on sticks. I will not poop in the woods. That means you can't go more it. than like two days camping then like that, can you? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have time to go more than two days anyway, so that's fine. But I might have to... If I went longer than two days, then I might have to... Ooh, it'd be know. shovel pooping too. Ooh. You gotta bury it. No. It's true. Yep. You do. Shovel pooping. Yep. Did you make it through, Greg? No. The man's nope. got to research. Nope. Just because you're out in the wild doesn't mean you can't read National Geographic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I took care of what I had to do. and That's yep. what you bring the old farmer's almanac for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. When you're done, you tear off the pages that you've read. <laughs> By the way, that's ha- that's why it has a hole in the corner. I know. I remember when we were doing the farmer's almanac yeah, back we're hanging in the outhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to old timer radio. <laughs> we're going to talk about crawfish. Pooping in the woods in the old farmer's almanac. <laughs> Just like daddy used to do. <laughs> well, so uh, so did all that. You know, went camping. It was a good time. Sarah's now a camper. But there was a lot of exciting things happening yesterday, too, outside oh, of the camping world. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not talking about the Olympics. I'm talking, Are you talking about, about last night's episode of True Blood. No. Oh. No. No. That's unfortunately not what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about NASA. And the fact that the Curiosity rover is now on Mars. Awesome. So fucking awesome. I'm so bummed. I missed the live coverage of it. I watched it on Xbox Live. They had a beautiful stream of it. Yep. I can't believe I missed it. I was driving when it happened. 8.30 our time, and I probably went to bed almost at midnight. Man, and uh, oh, it was so I mean, cool. I've seen it because I rewatched it, but yeah. it's I didn't get to watch it live. It was really good. The thing on Xbox Live was a full HD stream on the TV. Wow, and uh, yeah, they I think 
I think NASA was streaming like five different channels. Ustream had it. I guess it was Ustream's most viewed event of all time. Wow. I believe like four and a half billion viewers on just Ustream. I believe that. Jeez, that's um, impressive. NASA had two separate feeds going on there on the NASA channel and on their website. And then Xbox Live, they work with Microsoft and they had a feed going. Um, yeah, it was so cool. And I was, I was like a nervous fucking wreck because... Yeah, we should explain. So yeah, so explain it for um, people like me who were unaware that so this was happening. So we're sending another rover. We sent another rover to Mars. It's called Curiosity, and it's the biggest one we've ever sent to Mars. It's like the size of a Mazda Miata. Um, so it's it's pretty big size. Okay. And um, I also believe it's the first atomic one we've ever sent. Um. Yeah, I guess I, I can't verify yeah. that if it's the first. So one that's or what's kind of cool is we've sent an atomic robot to Mars, <laughs> and it's ha- where they were landing it is far more difficult than anything else that they've ever yeah. sent. They were basically mm-hmm. landing it inside where they wanted to land it because they wanted it was similar to like landing something in the Grand Canyon because they wanted to go they wanted to get pretty deep okay. to look at the different levels of of sediment and dirt and what. Yep. That gives them more of a good, clean picture of Mars. But because Curiosity is so big and so heavy, they can't just... Because we've had rovers that come down basically in these giant bouncy balls. Mm-hmm. And they land and the bouncy <laughs> balls open up and the rover rights itself and drives off. Or we've used kind of retro rockets to slow it down. But Curiosity is so big, they couldn't do that. So um, how did they get it down? So it went in the capsule. The first, the first they had to do it. When it once basically when it got to Mars's atmosphere, it broke off from the rocket that shot it out there. So it had a capsule that looked kind of like the Apollo capsules that you see in museums or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it went down at a special angle at a heat shield, and then once it got through the atmosphere, the heat shield popped off, and it had to pop off at the right time because on Curiosity were these cameras that were um, basically tied into Curiosity's radar system because the radar system had to have real time feedback to Curiosity to tell it when to fire or when to launch its parachute okay. to slow it down more. I believe they said this was the biggest supersonic parachute ever devised, ever made. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it generated nine Gs when the parachute went out. Uh, it had to slow down an obscene amount of thrust and force. Um, but then it only, but then the parachute only weighed like 150 pounds. Like it weighed nothing. That slowed it down even more once they slow down more, it's angle change, and again, the radar's bouncing back and forth. It's still coming down too hard. It will break the rover. So then the capsule shoots out, and the capsule bursts away, and it shoots out basically a landing rocket pod with Curiosity attached to the bottom of it. The rocket pod automatically fired maneuvering jets to slow it down more, mm-hmm. but to make sure that it doesn't then shoot right back up and hit the capsule with the parachute, it actually does, uh, I think, vertical rocket first to shoot it out of the way and then back down then when it got even lower this the is rock- the most fascinating yeah. and detailed when description it got, I like yeah. this and this is all they had to and then when it got even lower they couldn't land it on the rockets because again it was so heavy that the rockets would have burnt up so much dust that it would have destroyed curiosity mm-hmm. so when they got I think 20 meters above Mars it basically lowered a sky crane hook and it lowered curiosity down the little rover lowered it down the sky crane hook with cables and Curiosity locked its wheels, landed on Mars, and the minute it touched on Mars, the rocket attachment that brought it down had to, to instantly break off and fly away out of the way so that it wouldn't then just land and, and burn up. It, yeah. yeah. 
That all happens within the span of seven minutes, of which time people at NASA and JPL can do nothing. Oh, it's oh, all automated. Oh, oh, oh. So because a radio so message takes... So preparations for that seven minutes. Yeah, it was like yeah. nine years, nine years, I think, in the works for uh, Nine years, $2.5 billion. Yeah. Holy all depending on that tiny little time frame. Yeah. And if it fucks up, it's all yeah. gone. And it's because gone. a message takes 50 minutes to get there and 50 minutes to get back, there is no... It's all automated. Once it goes, it goes. And they just have to hope everything they plan for yeah. works. And they knew they're in a good sign because we have a satellite orbiting Mars called Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And they knew... That's why you would hear random cheers at certain things because Odyssey... The way they timed us, it so Odyssey could actually watch Curiosity go down and Odyssey could report back that it was reporting functional and then they'd get messages back. But the thing that a lot of people didn't realize is that the, the reports that they were getting in the JPL with NASA, that 15-minute time span there, like... Curiosity was either alive or dead on Mars for 15 minutes before we would ever know <laughs> if all that work happened. And apparently, I mean, from all the reports and watching the people in command center, it was flawless. Like, it worked perfectly. It didn't even burn up all its fuel. Like, it worked amazingly. It was just... And That's I got... I'm all tingling. It was so incredible yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so, the most advanced rover we've ever built. So what is this thing with... Uh, so who are these guys that everyone's talking about on the internet? Like Mohawk Men? Yeah, Mohawk Men, yeah. yeah. What, what the hell is that? So was he one of the people that was... One of the NASA workers. Yeah, okay. yeah. In the command center. Yeah, apparently engineers got really sexy in the last 10 years. Yeah, apparently. Male and female. There were a couple of old dudes that all looked like Gandalf, so they were badass in their own <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. But apparently in the last 10 years, the gene pool has kind of messed around with engineers and only hot engineers humped each other. So, there's a lot of sexy engineers, dudes and chicks. There's a lot of cuties in that command center. All right. Well, what's awesome is it's cool to be into science is what yeah, they're basically is doing. The, the guy has a mohawk and, you know, it's Yeah, the guy who... I yeah, guess he does like a different haircut for every every. He does different thing colored do. stars for really? all of them. Really? Yeah, staff he has a mohawk. On it. He, yeah. Oh. The staff votes on it and he puts different colored stuff, patterns into his hair for every big mission. Interesting. Yeah. And the guy who ran it, I forgot his name, but he looks like a total rockabilly guy. He had like the pompadour greased hair and the earrings. And apparently he is like an amateur rockabilly performer when he's not at fucking NASA. Wow. He's got this band that they go and he's like, yeah, I am kind of a rockabilly dude. And also I send shit to Mars. <laughs> oh, that is a very well-rounded life he has yeah. there. So it was so cool. And I just, yeah, it was awesome. And I spent all night watching that and reading Twitter feeds and dorking out. Yeah, it is. It is amazing that they were able to do all this. Uh, you know what? We need to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still want to talk more about this because I have a question for you guys okay. about the evolution of this because I'm so excited to talk about space awesome. stuff. Space talk. Space talk. Um, all right, we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just got hit with the ultimate irony police that we were bragging about Mar- that NASA's flawless yes. trip. Execution. Like 900 bazillion miles with an automated system to land on an inhospitable planet against the sun and all that. Yep. Out of issue at all. And yet Comcast and can't yet give Comcast us fucking can't internet. Get their yeah. So uh, if those of you listening uh, now obviously aren't listening live, so we apologize, had some technical issues, and unfortunately it's going to require a lot of uh, time and effort right now on our part. 
to fix someone else's problem. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we pay for a service, and now they want to uh, make us pay even more to have them come and fix the problem yeah. that they have. So we're not very happy, but we apologize for that. Yeah. Uh, so 